The Ludwig von Mises Institute presents Literary Masterpieces by Austin Peterson. Today's article is entitled Climb Higher is now online at sugardaddy.com. Describing Myself Hello there. You should probably stop reading now if you don't like intellectual men or are turned off by conversations about interesting, scary, or complex topics. Also, stop reading if you don't have a sense of humor and wouldn't laugh if a guy bursts into a goofy song and dance about a particular situation. I have heard the best way to attract a woman is to tell her she can't have something, but I think I've learned the real secret to what every woman wants, her own way. Am I right? About me. I love practicing the martial arts. I know how to defend my girl, reading books, studying philosophy and politics, and seeing live theater. I crack jokes a lot. I am a real guy with a very positive attitude. I don't play games. I am very unique, and I don't fit into preconceptions or stereotypes. I am a good singer, I can play guitar, and I wear a brown leather jacket. I drive a pickup truck. You are never bored when you're with me, unless you're boring. I am very open-minded and accepting, even though I have strong values, ethics, and opinions. I admit a very powerful energy, but it is tuned like a frequency. If you're sensitive, you'll pick it up. If you don't get my channel, you'll just see and hear static. I'd like to find someone who I can really be myself with and accept me for the man that I am. I love pop culture, but I am firmly grounded in serious literature and the arts. I'm willing to try new things and ready for adventures. Although I am not a pack runner, I do like to have a partner in crime, and I am still very social. I love sushi and anything spicy to eat. I am rarely ever in a bad mood, and I am a pretty cheerful guy. I think it was because I was raised in the Midwest on a farm with a nice family, so I never let the big cities get me down. I try not to date people I work with, because people in politics tend to be a bit weird. Except for me. I'm cool. So what is your story? This has been the Ludwig von Mises Institute Presents Literary Masterpieces by Austin Peterson. You can find more of these and other articles at Mises.org or TheLobers.com. That's our word brought to you by Bipcot and F Discord. I almost said FIFA. Not FIFA yet. I really need to get another uh, surfer computer. That's the only way. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, so Jim Jesus and uh, Baron Von Stormhaven. So today is election day. Today is election Woo! day. And while all the other libertarian podcasts, even the ones that don't vote and hate voting, are going to be talking about this today, we're going to do something kind of backwards. It's kind of like it's 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 a uh, it's backwards day, right? So while they're all no, talking yeah, we, about no. elections, we're we're, 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 we're going to nap your ear no, off. We're, <laughs> we're going to oh, talk oh, about. Oh God, the no! I didn't sign. No, I didn't sign up for this shit. You said you wanted to talk about the non-aggression principle. You said you when? wanted to take you have, it down. Do you have proof of this motherfucker? <laughs> 
no. I should start recording all my phone calls. Just like I, 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 I want a fucking timestamp on this shit. No, I do have. I have one theory. I actually would like to bounce off you, and if it actually can gain traction, I want to see if Prof CJ will actually do research into this. Okay. So my. So my theory is the only time that there was ever true freedom, you know, in the way that we, you know, speak about it was during the dark. Doing the mouse in your pocket, you mean? Well, Ben Stone and well, the entire liberty, the entire liberty community. Well, well, let's just go with that. But regardless, so during the dark, ages, I didn't you know, there, was, there wasn't a fucking central government There, you know, was it the Roman Empire fell and it may have been between the Byzantine. I don't know. I suck at history. But so my theory is the only time that we right now can have true freedom the way we envision it is when is in between empires. And that theory is doesn't sound, you know, batshit crazy. I want Prof CJ to do a fucking show on it. So yeah. if you're listening, Prof, do this. Do the thing. Yeah, I think I think that the big problem is that there's always like a power vacuum when there's like in between kind of states. There's always like a power vacuum, and when that happens, it's usually like a, look look at uh for good good example would be like Somalia, right? There's there's like a huge power grab right now, and so they're constantly fighting with each other. And so everybody looks well, at them and says like, oh, see, that's anarchy, that's terrible. Like well, and cars will say I that too, think, and you're like, come on, yeah. guys. <laughs> you're being there ridiculous. will always no, and that's true. And there will always be a power vacuum, but. I mean, okay, so even if you you segregate yourself away from say major populations or whatnot, but keep them equal, the but pa- equal but separate. well, where the power vacuum is actually taking place, <laughs> and you just go do your own thing. You know, I mean, maybe it'll be like Mad Max. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's but always a like power theory- vacuum. That's that's why you kind of have to have like these ideas here- spreading around, and people have to kind of agree to it sort of and kind of start building institutions well, to replace government because otherwise right, if you don't then everybody will just go well we just need a government because that's what no that's kind of a knee-jerk reaction no so, I, no i understand that yeah. but even if you look you take mad max fury road civilization still flourished different townships and kingdoms but it was still there yeah so yeah so that's why that's why i can't call myself a libertarian anymore i'm now a monarchist Fuck it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, you're gonna go out completely Hans Hermann Hoppe on me, like full bore, like even more than he is. Oh, dude. Not yeah, just like yeah. Ah, nah. It's not not only is, you know democracy uh, monarchy better than democracy. Just monarchy's great. Period. No, there's a lot of problem with, with no, monarchy. No, and and in, in, in the book, you know, in his book, he made the claim specifically stating that monarchy was better than democracy, and then he laid it out. You know. Which you know, I, I, I can agree, I, I can agree with. But. I can agree with with the first generation, the second generation of monarchs. That's when things start to you know this this crapshoot, you know, because it's no, always yeah, next it in line. It's always next in line, not who's more fitted in the family to be to be a king right, or queen. But what? But what if you were actually you laid down set rules to actually do that to basically make a meritocracy out of monarchy? Yeah, it's usually it's usually all about bloodlines though when it comes to monarchy. No, I understand blood historically yeah. and in in practice. Actually, and have how you it's looked a- at, often advocated too. Have you looked at? I Google like anarcho monarchism, and they if that if it's even a real thing. Oh, it's a real it thing. There's there's actually well, a no, YouTuber it, that was like a big a proponent of it, and like and it was dead serious. There was no sign of 
parody whatsoever. Raymond Dundas. Well, no. Okay, so the guy I looked at when researching this, he laid out basically succession by meritocracy. Okay. You know, as as long as the monarch is, you know, the last, basically the last bastion or defense for freedom for his people. Mm-hmm. I, you know, maybe it'd work. Fuck if I know. I mean, the only way we can do it is like try it and see what happens. You know. Yeah, it's like the the idea of having like a monarch that kind of has like this this not really rule but kind of um um because it's always kind of like a sense of national pride when it comes to monarchies. Like that's kind of like what it is mostly today, right? So if you have like a monarch who's just there to say. I'm only here to kind of prevent any kind of government, actual government growth, any kind of uh, government uh, emergence of, a, of an actual state. I'm here to squash it, and that's the only thing I'm here to do, and to kind of give some national pride and to kind of set some some traditions or um, stuff like that. I mean, that, that that makes a whole lot of sense, but uh, it, that could what, very what, well turn into gonna... a de facto state. Well, right, and what's it going to delve into? You know, like if you know, not a generations state. down the line, you know. Yeah, and oh, then the next like generation, maybe. you know, like you know how you know, spoiled rich brats are. You, like I, I know you've 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 run into kids who are like rich. They're spoiled brats. They're they're sociopaths, <laughs> and you know, just because you're a king doesn't going to make isn't going to exempt your kids from ha- falling into this kind of same pitfall, right? No, I, I I know, and those and those are generally if people were too willing or more willing to consider this type of philosophy. That would be a problem to definitely look at and yeah. maybe find some barriers, maybe set up some vanguard to protect the kingdom from itself or the the uh, the monarchs from themselves. But even then, it's like who watches the Watchmen? So there's another set of issues. Yeah. I guess the king would be like the Watchmen Watchmen because apparently <laughs> – like there'd still be institutions that would be providing all the essential services that the state, the state currently well, no, provides. It, it would it wouldn't even be that. Okay, so in my, so in my my view, like when I started the idea with the Barony of Stormhaven, I thought that okay, if I can say I control, I can control two to three acres. Okay, it's fenced off. That's my property. I then decide. Okay, I am parceling off what. You know, sets of land for X amount of price. People want to come and move into the barony. Therefore, you know, they sign a contract and I I give rules. This is, you know, this is what they're buying. And once they own it, that's it's theirs. There's no taxes. But the way to start it would be people buying basically plots of land to build their houses and whatnot. And then you just go from there. All right. So kind of explain this to me because I'm sure I'm – not just because I don't know, but I mean, I'm sure listeners don't know. Like, how is mon- anarcho-monarchism still anarcho if, if it's not a state? Is it like a voluntary monarchy? Yeah, it'd be a vo- it's a voluntary kingdom. Right. And it's basically – so it's kind of like almost anarcho-nationalism where, you know – uh, where you know you can you can still have in, immigration controls. It's just because it's on private property. Uh, they you can actually it's, it's physically ultimately move. it's about yes to a certain extent, but that would ultimately depend upon the the ultimate quote unquote monarch. You know, okay. for me, 
for well, me, no, I really. I'm, well, I'm just saying, like, be, because just, I'm just kind of giving like a like an analogy. Like, right? It, how could you no, have immigration it. without a state? Well, if it's private property, you can do it. Well, how can you have a monarchy with you know without a state? Well, if it's private property, he owns the it, land. It is actually owns yeah, the land. It, yeah, right. And you're contracting to kind of lease an area of that land. Correct, and that's all you base it from. You can base because even Hoppet states that. The monarchs themselves, whether or not they inherited it, it all kind of stemmed from a private property line. So kind of extrapolating or expounding upon those ideals, you start as the ultimate or the monarch, quote unquote, whatever the fuck he wants to call himself, is the ultimate uh, landowner. And then if he decides to parcel off or sell sex of his land to people to build, you know, his own little uh, community or kingdom. Okay. And it's all done from a private perspective. Okay, so that, that, I'm sure that kind of clears everything up to people. At least, least <laughs> the initial confusion. Like, wait a minute, how? Because I, I mean, because there are other prescriptions like this. Like, I've I've heard people kind of advocate for anarcho Keynesianism, and people go like, how could that be possible? Have a central bank with you know in a stateless society? It's like, well, if you live in a, a geographical region and there's a central bank and everybody agrees to it, then you can do that. You know, and to an extent, Bitcoin right now is currently a fiat currency, right? It's not according to Keynes' theory, but uh, I mean, there's, right. there's, okay. there's an end so, in the future. But for right now, okay. it's 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 an inflationary currency. So if I were to if I were to do this and, and um, you know elicit ten acres or whatever, and if people have actually seen my uh, my new what, profile picture on Facebook, it is red black yeah well yeah it's crimson it's not red it's crimson and i make that distinction when i made the post i think it probably the, might be a better because i don't think there's a purple is there an animal yeah, there is what is yeah that? that it um it's not feminism feminism's pink it's it's something to do with sexuality i forget what it is though but yeah purple is there okay basically any any idea or any you know color that i'd want to do it's already been taken so i just took a shade different i made a crimson and black yeah i think it's gonna confuse a lot of people okay so i pulled it up no it it does you know but no i guess it is it is feminism purple and then pink is anarcho queer oh okay there we go there we go but i I think Um, i think purple would would probably be like a better color because it's like suited for royalty <laughs> so I mean, I'm well, sure there's so some, some kind of way you can manipulate that some like indigo, right? Well, crimson or uh, you don't want to be associated with, with you know anarcho feminists. I mean, th- those are actually some pretty some pretty horrible. Well, I I did some think a lot that of at least may, the ones that I've may, come across are pretty bad. It would may be mistaken for anarcho communism, you know, and I then I would have to defend it. But the idea is, since I can't use the uh, agorist flag anymore because of Shulman, you know, I'm not an agorist, <laughs> so I can't. So I yeah. had to change it. But the Bic- using the Bitcoin as basically the symbol is, you know, run the entire thing on Bitcoin. That would be technically the national Why not currency. Bitcoin? Well, this well, I gotta is before... hate on the Bitcoin. <laughs> well, no, this is true. So... This flag was actually made, or this banner was actually made before Bitcoin even came into existence. Okay. So now I, I'm going to have to definitely change it, or have two competing currencies and just let the, you know, let the people, the market, whatever, just you know, decide. Now, well, I, I'm, I'm sure there's a way you can stripe it, 
or have like a different stripe inside of it as long as you keep that kind of black corner black yeah that, that, that's what you wanted to do and then have like some kind of stripe because anarcho bacon uh had stripes uh, it was oh. it was pink and white. <laughs> I love bacon. <laughs> anarcho bacon is best ideology. Period. Um, oh yes. I forget Free what anarcho pigs. fascism was, but I think that had had some uh, variations too. Like I, I've made some I, anarchist flags that have. Um, I didn't even know anarcho fascism was a thing. I, I think it's a joke. <laughs> it okay, make well, any sense. <laughs> because I mean, like, I guess yeah, you could, yeah, because there would have to be an institution to prop up private organizations, right? So, yeah. yeah, so it would have to be. Well, and there would, and the, and there would actually have to be corporations and an actual state to benefit. So the whole idea of anarcho-fascism is just – it's like – Or, it's or you can have like, – because it's a form of syndicalism, right? It's a nationalist syndicalism. That's what fascism is. So what Orange. you would do is okay, you so just say – you just have those worker-owned communes or whatever actually just be firms – Okay. And then just have, okay, have just, your your unions uh, control. Right. Well, no, that just reminded me. So um, black and orange is actually anarcho-syndicalism. Um, no, it's mutualism. Isn't that the same damn thing? <laughs> Mutualisms are <laughs> – it's kind of funny because there there was an agorist ball – agorist ball. No, it was an anarchy ball meme. Um, you know the um, – uh, what's his name? The guy played Donnie on uh, Big Lebowski. What's his name? I can't think of his name. C. Buscemi. C. Buscemi, like, or you know, he has like, "Hey, fellow children," but it was, "Hey, fellow ANCAPs." <laughs> it was like mutual spawn. Oh, and it was like, "Hey, yeah." Mutual. And then it was like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, fellow ANCOMs." It kind of it kind of describes them both. They kind of like play off what, each other. What What the fuck was that actually? Because it was him with the skateboard. Now, what was that even from? Uh, because it was, it was, seen- it was an advertisement for something. It was like, <laughs> okay, because I've seen so many memes dedicated to just that and that line. Yeah, like there was there was a picture where like Hillary's face was photoshopped on Steve Buscemi's, and it said, "Hey, fellow, whatever." Yeah, I like the uh, <laughs> probably Democrats. the only good thing that <laughs> that Liberty Hangout does because Liberty Hangout's horrible. Liberty Hangout made one of Gary Johnson. <laughs> it was like, "Hey, fellow libertarians," and he was wearing a bunch of buttons, <laughs> and the and the buttons were like you know Coney twenty twelve. Uh, <laughs> Carbon taxes. Yeah, no, and that that was yeah. what that was when he first got the nomination, right? Yeah, and he was still butthurt about it. <laughs> I I would say that like all of the stuff about Gary Johnson was probably totally worth it just to see <laughs> Liberty hang out Spurg that hard. He was so uh, mad. It was so worth it. Um yeah. Yeah, I'm so done. Uh, <laughs> <goddess>. <laughs> Gary Johnson. God damn it. I'm, uh, I'm I'm still well, gonna fuck vo- these people. I'm only voting for them, and I and I've even said this in in the, uh, the Libertarian LP uh, group is like I don't you don't deserve five percent, you don't deserve it, uh, <laughs> and and I hope you don't get it. But I, the only reason why I'm voting for them is just out of spite of the alt right and and Molyneux and all that stuff for you know. Yeah, but someone, honestly, I had someone who, today who like the- tell me that uh, voting for Gary Johnson is a violation of the NAP because it's actually a vote for Clinton. When I've actually had Clinton supporters tell me that voting for Gary Johnson is a vote for Trump, and I'm like, well, how? Which, which how can one it be is both? It? It's Schrodinger. Uh, it's Schrodinger's uh, vote, right? Because you don't know until yeah. who actually wins to, to determine whether or not your vote for Gary Johnson is a vote for Hillary or Trump. <laughs> does it matter? I mean, does it matter? I mean the fact that they're so fucking stupid and saying it's a violation – voting for Gary Johnson is a violation for, of the NAP because of X. Yeah. When voting 
is a violation, supposedly a violation of the NAP, and they should just stop there. I mean, do we need to reindoctrinate these poor motherfuckers in, in, into you know the, the the religion of the NAP? Well, how how was that even like when we went there? The first How's person that, that you met, the first person you met, was like, "Kerry Johnson is going to win. He's going to restore the Constitution." It's like you're hopeless. Like this is like <laughs> it was the first yeah, person you met. <laughs> like I think I, Brett knows. I, 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 Brett Brett's really just kind of where Brett Prashanas, who I'm sure a lot of people will know. Uh, he's he's actually he's like he a seems like he knows. New York. He's a New York like libertarian. He's not exactly ANCAP. But he's willing to play the game. Yeah. Which, which in my mind, it's his biggest flaw. You know, the fact that he's willing to play it. Well, yeah, but he, I think he deep down he knows that Gary Johnson's not going to win. Gary Johnson's... Wait, per, no, he if he doesn't told, know now, he no, probably knows that Gary no, Johnson's he even told No, he even told me that. Yeah. Like, you know, in our side conversations, he didn't want to fucking run the Gary Johnson campaign. He wanted to focus on local, local yeah. stuff. But hmm, you know, Gary me, Johnson, which I, which wants, I agreed with, Gary Johnson uh, well, just basically came in, took the nomination, and bailed the, bailed the fuck out. That's what he he didn't he, he wasn't sticking around because he knew that he only brought in Weld because Weld had access to money. And then when they came in, they basically kind of formed their own little corporation and just kind of told the LP, you know, kind of we're going to do know, our own thing. Off. Bye. Right, and the reason why Brett said that he actually voted for the the Johnson and Well ticket is because of the legitimacy that it was going to give. Yeah, how well that worked out. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah, see so yeah, how how that fucking worked out for. I it. thought we weren't going to talk about the election. <laughs> We're not okay, talking about. The I guess election. it's kind of We're like talk- internal politics. I guess of the LP. <laughs> well, no, actually, no. This is LP perfect because. So I'm going to co-cash all this. Right? Oh. So I'm going to go. <laughs> well. So if, if, if right. his stupid ass is still running in 2020, I made a vow to you that I would run as the protest candidate in order to annihilate, I mean, physically slaughter all celebritarians. Yeah. That's, that's your campaign promise. And I was going to be your my Kellyanne cam- Conway and have to go on there and say, like, no, he doesn't actually mean he wants to kill every single celebritarian. Dude, what he's saying actually, is he wants to kill will, the spirit, do, the kind of spirit and I cult will do of personality a- <laughs> of, the cult of, uh, of the cult of personality. And what we should be talking about is Austin Peterson's deleted 3,000 clickbait plagiarized articles. That, that's going to be me. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, well, the, whereas there's going to be actual video and I will stage video of me wearing a Punisher shirt and fucking carrying, you know, my rifles and just going and, you know, killing people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, and then you're, you're just going to have to try and, and spin it the best you can. No, he didn't really get on stage and murder Adam Kokesh, and he's currently not arrested. But we have video of it. We have the video of it. <laughs> Look, okay, what do you want me to say? He's a terrible person. Okay, fine. He's a terrible person. Is that what you want? All right, I got to go now. This is my day off. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that the SNL skit. It was brilliant. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you showed it to me last time we were drinking. So yeah, yeah, was, <laughs> yeah, right. I, th- I thought yeah, that so, was great, and then SNL one upped it with that Black Jeopardy, the best thing I ever seen in my life. Best thing I ever. Actually, yeah, well, I, yeah, best I, thing S- SNL. SNL's. Well, let's just say to me personally, SNL is fucking cancer. So you know, SNL has always been cancer, though. It's a generational yeah. thing. You always think that your generation was the best. You know, like mine no, was... No, actually, I... Like Chris really? Farley, okay, Chris so Farley we're Adam both, Sandler. We're that, both millennials. We're both, like, early millennials, but no, we're going to say our generation uh, is the best? 
No, 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 really? no, no. For, for, hold on. We're, I'm a Gen Xer. I don't know about you, <laughs> but Wait, we caught the tail end of Gen X. Aren't you a year younger than me? No, the the Generation X it? ended about eighty three, eighty two, somewhere in there. No, actually, it didn't. It depends on there is actually well, I a lot of don't confusion about I Identify about with that. millennials? I don't. No. Okay. Well, no. See, there's okay. Here's the thing. Gen X, at least from my research, ended around eighty eighty one. And then that what they have called Gen Y. Yeah, but the, I mean, like, like the, 80- the well, I've I've read up to eighty three. So I mean, it's it's really kind of a fuzzy line. I would love to I would love to see that source because I don't want to be a millennial. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I don't I don't identify with millennials on anything like millennials well, no, because so- even even in the generational scholars, if you want to call them that, they're saying there is a variation. Depending on where they they cut it, the Gen X, there is like some something called Gen Y, and then you have the Millennials. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I don't know. I don't I don't fit into any of the the stereotypes of Millennials, but I do kind of fit in with some of the stereotypes of Gen Xers, especially kind of the entrepreneurial spirit. You know. No, I agree. So I mean, <laughs> I'm with you on that. Uh, yeah, definitely. I, millennials are and that. What's that new thing that's been going around where they're talking about the the the, the millennial woe? Where they've noticed that most of the millennial music that's really popular with millennials all seem to have this kind of oh oh kind of thing going on in all their music, and it's 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 a variation of those two notes oh oh. And when you start Actually, listening there to is, there music, you start hearing it a lot. There is a book supposedly that's like if you ever want to be very successful in the music industry is you follow this set pattern and this set pattern is a set Bach, of notes or whatever cannon bell yeah yeah four chords so i don't yeah, know if you've I mean, ever heard the uh the four chord song by there's just different variations of it but uh it's by axis of awesome what was it there was real quick um there is something i believe it's um Mike, if Michael listens to this, maybe he can correct me. There is an old chord progression. It's called the three chord blues. Mm-hmm. And if you if you take that and you do just a variation of it, you can do pretty much what we have today. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because a lot of Nirvana songs, they all kind of have because um, you know Nirvana is like the first kind of the thing that you learn at least when in the nineties. When you play guitar, when you learn how to play guitar, it's like one of the first things you learn because it's so easy. You can figure out, even without tabs, you can figure out pretty much the entire discography of Nirvana. Maybe not the solos, but you know, just the the general chord progressions of all of them. And you start, Nirvana you start, sucked. but Why? you start to get like an idea of like, okay, he's basically using kind of like the same four notes, just kind of moving it up and down the scale a little bit. Um, well, okay, so all they did. Is they took the '80s punk and they did their own thing. Um, you, you list listen to the fucking um, Ramones. I mean, come on, they they were doing the same thing, and it's all based off yeah, it's, it's four that, chords, it's either the three or four chord blues, you know. Yeah, and it's all roughly based off that. Yeah, but yeah, that's what the Ramones were. They kind of were. They kind of the whole the, the punk movement where. Grunge kind of came out of punk a little bit, but not really. It's kind of its own thing. Um, it, it, yeah, it morphed. Yeah, it's, p- punk. Punk is all. Well, no, okay. So, so if you want, if if you want to listen or find something interesting, okay. So you had like Sex Pistols and like the eighties, the eighties punk. 
goth actually evolved out of 80s punk. Because if you listen to like a lot of the old school goth, they had the same chord progressions. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, and it just went from there. And from, got, you know, gothic punk to industrial. And yeah, see, I never, got into, I never got into goth or industrial. Well, I tried to get into industrial. It just wasn't my thing. You know, like even Nine well, Inch Nails. Mm. Well, there's more. You know, Nine Inch Nails, is, let's say. Nine Snails was good early on, you know, maybe, and Chandler would fucking, you know, praise the shit on Nine Snails. I never liked them, and they were just, it, it was just like, I don't know, maybe I don't it was know if too. I would say I never liked them. I just never really got into them. Like, well, just, that one album, I never, well, Downward Spiral, is a great album. It's just, I'd never find myself pulling it up and listening to it. Well, no, here's you the know. thing. I, I, it's like, if I'm into an album or a group, I like it. I never liked Nine Inch Nails, and I'm the only fucking industrial person that I know that never liked Nine Inch Nails. That, okay, that is kind of so. weird. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> never liked it. Now you give me all the fucking, like, martial industrial, you know, you know, fake Nazi bullshit that they've, you know, they've got going on. Okay, as long as it's got a good beat, you know, I don't care. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like still, I still really like conscious music. I, I guess it's the best way to describe it. Like, if stuff with a lot of complexity, and a lot of like industrial stuff doesn't do that. Doesn't have a lot of complexity. No, because it, it's industrial is specifically based on a formula. Yeah, and it has to be like symmetrical. But and that's why I kind of never noticed. got into like metal either, unless it was like pro- progressive metal, um, or if oh, God, the guitarist dude. has you know can could really shred something interesting. Did it, you ever listen to Symphony Ten? No. Oh my god! Like progressive metal, that was just fucking epic. Yeah, I do. Michael like Romero. Metal. I like I like math metal too. <laughs> Want to get Mash- crazy shit? Mashuga. Yeah, no, Mashuga is like almost like you know the brainchild like math metal. Yeah, but but yeah, but metal's not really. I, I kind of like more like psychedelic rock, um, neo psychedelic, um, experimental rock, pro- progressive rock. Um, that's why it's like when, when we started hanging out, I was like, you know, you, you, I'm in your car, you put in the seat. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> the residence is music. No, I was trying. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh God, where's the beat? Where's the synth? But, are, you, are you talking you know. about the residence? <laughs> well, the re- okay. The residence one. No, but then when, when, when I was shrooming and well, I don't do drugs, but yeah. Oh, so when we were, you were go- <laughs> pretending to shroom. Because you know it's fun to pretend. Because I don't do pretend. I don't do drugs. Drugs you know, are bad. I'm, I'm, I'm very I'm very straight laced. You know. Yes, drugs are bad. Anyways, <laughs> but when you were shrooming, <laughs> <laughs> right? So you had uh, Fleming Lips on, and then you went from the Fleming Lips to I think the Residence, and I'm like, God, what the I don't think fuck I played. Yeah, this? it wasn't the Residence. It was had to have been something else. Because I the only time I ever played the Residence. Oh no, it's was Mars Volta. It was like. Flaming lips Jack, and then Mars Volta. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, is this screamo? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> yeah, he does kind of have that uh, Giddy Lee thing going on, but yeah, it's it's, a, it's it, really it's, complex. There's lots of stuff that's going on, and like that. There's, I think, at, like at their peak, there was maybe like 12 people in their band. They had like two guitarists. They had like a bass player, drummer, all that saxophone. Uh, they had a, a, another percussionist who would play like bongos and <laughs> like you know maracas and stuff like that. Um, they had a keyboardist. Oh. Uh, they just had everything. Like they, okay, they're a psychic. Okay, they haven't had a person off stage who did sound engineering 
when they did shows oh. live, and he's actually considered a, a member of the band too. Right. It's weird. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I understand that. So they're basically the Slipknot of psychedelic rock. Okay, I get it. No, no, they're they're prog. They're more like <laughs> they're like Latin. Okay, prog. okay, so okay, so the Slipknot of Latin prog. We'll go with that. <laughs> but Slipknot is terrible. <laughs> yes, they are. Slipknot is horrible. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Man, I'm just so glad this election's going to be over because then I can go back to having regular regular Wait, ass. Were we not going to fucking talk we're about not, it, you I'm, asshole? I'm just saying that, like, just this, the fact that we're not talking about it has it's been like so refreshing. Oh, <laughs> I just realized. I'm like, that, like, if everyone oh, knows, I talk about those horrible people. I'm turning off my phone, Facebook. Fuck you. <laughs> you know, even though I've got to work later tonight, but still, fuck you. Fuck you know. No communication with the outside world because I don't give a fuck because the TVs are going to have everything about the election. And- yeah, and I'm going to be talking about it for like a good, I don't know, as soon as the polls close until they you know, s- right. select, and I sorry, just- select the winner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what um, exits no. the Thunderdome? I'm going to be talking about it. So. Exit the Thunderdome. Yeah, it's well. I'm much more happier talking about the political implications of anarcho-monarchism on <laughs> on progressive rock oh, yeah. industrial metal. So, <laughs> yes, I mean, well, I was gonna say all hell Rammstein, even though you don't like them, I love them. So, yeah, it's never my thing. I don't know. No, that's just like the, I say the same I thing like with my like Fleming. <laughs> well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, Flaming Lips, Mars Volta, all that. It's not my thing, but you know, yeah. Whatever. Or do we just don't, I guess. Right. And so. Jack yeah. Fest, um, 2017. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I wonder, I want to know how this going to, and I definitely want to know because, uh, pork fest, like there's a lot of people boycotting pork fest, right? Because, uh, they kicked out Ian Freeman and it was kind right, of, it, the right. timing of it was bad. Like I kind of, I understand the sentiment. Like he, he has, he has some opinions about, um, well, Ian's got his own following, and a lot of people did it out of loyalty to Ian, yeah. which I, which I, I love. I, doing. I, I love that to death. And yeah. the fact is, even the people who were at Pork Fest, I think um, Derek Slopey, or it was someone else, it may have been Derek and Donna, that they were there and they said, yeah, it wasn't what they were saying it was yeah even so Cooley said they he were already make, he barely they were already them. putting out the propaganda saying pork fest was great when in reality sales were down yeah or and attendance was down yeah right too. but what happened was so they they kicked it but the, the timing of it is what pissed me off because like i i agree with with the free state project like what he said is kind of kind of effed up about or fucked up i guess i'm not on the radio <laughs> it's kind of fucked up what he was saying about uh um Age of consent stuff. Can, can but, age of consent. Yeah, no. I, I I understand that. Like they can they can freely associate what they want, but they knew about this the entire time. They knew about his 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 stance on this. They had no problem with it. They even let his girlfriend on, who was underage at the time, even though she had parental consent. I guess. Oh, uh, are you talking about uh, Renee? Right. I don't, I'm not sure what her name, but they they allowed yeah, actually, him no, and her I, to be I on the her. premises <laughs> for like multiple years during this thing. And they waited until she was long after she was eighteen, and and as soon as they got the twenty thousand signers, mostly thanks to to Ian, that's when they were like, "But bye, no more." Actually, we got what we want out of you. I no, I don't think that's what it was. I don't think that's what it was at all. No, I think that's exactly what it was because it was was so no. Here, no, here, 
No, here's what I think. I think maybe the fact that they actually got the 20,000 signers coincided with the fact that the Koch brothers and the Cato Institute really started paying attention to Porkfest. Yeah, because well, they, they got the 20,000 no, well, signers. Well, right, no, but since they started accepting the sponsorship of Cato and, you know, Reason's been there, but the, the, the Koch brothers specifically... They had to get rid of all bad elements, and the most obvious one would have been Ian. Yeah. yeah well, they got. I rid mean, of to Cantwell, me, to but... me, to me, that makes more sense. It's not the whole idea. Like, well, we got twenty thousand signers. Well, how exactly do you know you have that and can count that? You know. Well, no, they because it's, it's on a website. You sign the thing on a website, and that's how you get that. That's right. the whole okay. point of it. Yeah, and I'm on right. that you list. Si- but see, I'm on that list back when it, there was. Oh, a you're thing just on there. pissed off because you're on the fucking list. No, no. They here's the thing because you back <laughs> in the day when it first started, they said here's the time frame we want to get people to sign up for the Free State Project by the end of this date. I can't remember. It was it was long. It's since it's since passed. By the end of this date, if we don't reach this thing, all bets are off, and the Free State Project is is considered a failure. But they didn't do that. When that date came, what they did is they just go, what end date? They just erased it. So I was like, well, I didn't sign up. That's I didn't. <laughs> uh, so wait, didn't so, so basically what you're saying is the Free State Project committed fraud. Uh, to an extent. Yeah, I guess ideological no, fraud. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. No. Is it fraud or is it not? I guess. I guess because, it if be. it, because if it is fraud, then we launch a campaign saying, you know what? The, the, the Free State Project is a well, fraudulent I, I, entity. Well, I, I did. I kind of did that, and I just said, "Okay, well, if I, I, I didn't agree to the stipulation that you know <laughs> that that the contract was forever, you know." And besides, and I, I hate when people make this argument, but it's kind of true for me. Like, I, I can't deal with the weather. I can't deal with that weather. That's one of the things. Um, you know, I can't deal with a lot of the people that are there. Uh, a lot of the free keeners, which, by the way. I, I I like Ian and what he does with free to, uh, LRN.fm. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But uh, I have so many disagreements you with know, Free Keen. There there was one. Uh, whoever runs the Ian Freeman Googling, though I think he sold it by now. That was there was at one point. There was one point on Twitter where he he, he tagged me and he said, "So when is the uh, Talos Subversion going to sign the the uh, freak or the 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 move?" letter or whatever i moved to freaking i said fucking never i'm a desert rat fuck your winters i never had any intention to move to new hampshire fuck you people (laughs) yeah i mean like it's that's not the sole reason but it's 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 a good reason it's a good reason for me like no actually that's my legitimate reason no my legitimate reason is i live in the southwest there's no way in hell i am moving two thousand or maybe three thousand fucking miles and literally have nothing Whereas I've got family, I've got a support system in the Southwest. Yeah, but no. but I I moved to Kansas for a little bit, and then I was like, okay, well I I can deal with you know I can deal with the cold weather, whatever. I love the snow, and then when I dealt with it one winter in Kansas, I was like, nope, count me out. <laughs> I don't want to live with this. Okay, um, okay. but that's I not the reason Lake. why. Like I it was still was gonna suck it up and go. And then, like, I kept seeing like all the stuff that was going on in Keene. I was in New Hampshire and stuff, and I was like, "No, nah, that's well, just no, not it's for not Keene." But like, if you look at it, like Brett Vanot and I'm pretty sure Brian Sovereign and Stephanie yeah. Murphy, they don't. Live they live in, in Manchester. They don't live in Keene. Yeah, it's just. But the Brian, Brian, if you listen to this and you do live in Keene, fucking just correct me. You know, call me an asshole and correct me. Whatever. No, I think he does live in. Uh, I think. Uh, 
kind of the the, with the free. From, from the what I heard, even the seacoast area is really nice. All the people there that are really great. Um, that's where you have. Like, that, that's what isn't Derek's like boyfriend. Derek and yeah, Derek J. Uh, oh, it's the Derek. Yeah, Derek J. Okay, Derek Unithar, um, who else is over there? Uh, the guys that run Steve. the lo- Paxton, um, yeah. Stephanie and Murphy and uh, Brian Sovereign. I, ha- um, yeah. I have no idea what the fuck the Seacoast <laughs> is. I just I hear people there. I'm like, okay, yeah, um, whatever. I'm 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 in the desert. I'm in Vegas. The, a lot of the pod, a lot else. of the libertarian <laughs> podcasts that I like they're all, that are from New Hampshire kind of come from that area. Um, yeah, uh, Brian. Yeah, by the way, Brian I, Sovereign is probably the best. <laughs> Anytime oh, he drops no, anything, Brian, I'm no, listening Brian, to it. Brian's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's so egotistical, but and you can feel it coming through the podcast. But there's just something well irresistible deserved. about it. It's, it's, well yeah, it's well deserved. The guy, the guy, the guy has his chops for sure. No, he's no, an I egoist. Dig it. No, I way. dig it. You know, he's an egoist, What's right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, he's Spooks. also like hardcore uh, paleo <laughs> too. I know that. I think Stephanie is as well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but, it, it, I mean, th- that's probably where I'd want to be is kind of that seacoast region uh, or Manchester. You know, something that resembles a city. But at the end no. of the day, I think I, I like I Vegas st- I better. I still say no. I like the freedoms that I have in Vegas better. You know? Yeah. Like the, the state doesn't own the, the liquor stores. Uh, there's there's gambling at any corner. Um Dude, we've you know, got no open laws, carry. Open period. carry. Yeah. Now, yes, there were, we we have to work on the state or or, or kill the politicians or yeah. um, silently remove them to get you know constitutional carry, kind of like you know my home and, state Arizona. And it looks like what question but, was it? Question? Two? Yeah, we, Nevada. We have questions. Questions, not propositions. Not propositions. Yeah. Right. It's so question have, one. The, the the one I'm really no against. question two question well I mean question two we so we have medical we're gonna have recreational looks like that's gonna pass right and then right. the gun so show legal loophole, legal weed alleged that loophole. is bullshit fucking question one with the gun show loophole is bullshit it's yeah. all fuck that entire thing the entire question is pro cop yeah it's it's basically just a way to kind of say like oh you want to give your son uh, a gun we have to transfer that through an FSO. It's a boon for the FSOs, right? Is that what that was other called? FSO. That and any the, the, type of private sale. Yeah. Any type of private sale. So let me give you an example. So in Arizona, you can do a private sale, no problem. Yeah. Whatever the person say, I'm the seller and I require a local ID, an Arizona ID. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any any person that wants to buy from me has to meet my stipulation. If not, no sell. No big deal. Yeah. Well, the private sales in Nevada are a little different, you know. Now, with question one, they're trying to get basically, if you want to do a private sale, you're going to have to do a fucking background check. Yeah. Which, and, like, no. it's, 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 I mean, if it's just going to be like, like I, I'm going to sell a gun to someone I know, like, I would, like, it would, whatever. But it's, it's also going to include, like, if I want, if, like, my dad wants well, to give me one of his guns. You know, oh, I, right. And, and, and the idea has, of I have well, to do a background well, use, check and it has to be transferred through FSO. Forget that. That's that's horrible. It's yeah, a stupid no, idea. No. And, but why, honestly, they're that, trying to say, yeah, that's why that loophole exists. But the whole idea of the gun show loophole itself, like when you go to a gun show, you no matter what, you have to go there and you have to get a background check. You have to do the waiting period. That all exists. There's no such thing as a gun show loophole. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, the gun sh- like when I, you go I, to a gun I've show, been around. You have, in order for you to sell at a gun show, you have to you have to be a merchant and you have to do the so FSO thing. The biggest the biggest gun shops. show in in the Southwest that goes 
from Nevada, Arizona, I think New Mexico and Colorado is uh, Crossroads of the of the West. Okay. And I've been there multiple times and I bought stuff. I mean, I bought scopes. I bought, you know, ammo, whatever. Yeah, they do fucking checks there. Yeah. And you, oh there's also a God. Steven Crowder video where he where even where Obama specifically said there was a gun show loophole that people from from uh Chicago go to Indiana in order to get So he went to Indiana and he was like <laughs> he was like I'm from Illinois, I want to buy a gun. He was like, "Oh, they're like, "Oh, you can't do that." Period. Even with that, even with the background check, you have to be a you have to be a state resident, right? Even when he was lying resident. to them, like even when he was lying to them and saying like, "Oh, I, 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 you know, I'm from here," he's like, "Okay, we got to do a background check." He's like, "Come on, you right?" They're still going to ask for ID you around the back, Come and on. unless you've got a fake ID on <laughs> like, hand, nope. <laughs> like, yeah, don't even ask me no. about it again. You're asking me to commit a felony. I'm going to tell you no. <laughs> well, no. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. So I'm, you know, I was all used to constitutional carry. You don't have to get a license in Arizona to conceal carry, mm-hmm. period. So I come up here. I'm like, well, fuck. And so I learned I learned the gun laws in Nevada. I'm like, well, I have to be a Nevada resident to get a concealed carry. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck. And it's such a pain in the ass to get an, to a Nevada ID because of all the federal bullshit. Because the federal government owns, what, 75% of Nevada? Yep, or, or some no, fucking. I think it's even more than that. I think percentage, eighty-five like percent yeah. of the land. Or so, something. so basically, we're we're fucking lieges to the to the Fed, the federal government, mm-hmm. and we can't we can't do jack shit. Yep. So I had to go when I transferred over my driver's license. I actually had to go and give them my birth certificate, saying yes, I was actually a you know a resident or a legal. Um, baby or whatever from texas just so they could give me a fucking gold star on my license saying oh you're now you know a real id approved person yeah by the way i still have to do that because <laughs> i need to get a passport so i can go to russia yeah well you yeah you got some tang you need to see in russia that's not, i'm not going for tang i'm going for fun <laughs> uh, supposedly well, I'm well told, fun funny fun, I'm, fun. I'm, and, and, and compasses tang yeah, yeah. and some other things. Well, I mean, like I'm going. I, I, like the main reason why I want to go is because I want to. I want to trip in Red Square. Like that's, <laughs> that's my goal. Is to trip. Oh, dude, that Red would Square. be fucking awesome. I would love to go just hang out. Yeah. Red Square and like near the Kremlin and just see the architecture. Yeah, but apparently there's like a girl there who has like a huge lady boner for uh, Louis C.K. So I'm gonna grow out my goatee when I go there because apparently she saw me and she was like, ah. Like, and, and even her sister thinks it's weird. Who? That's who I'm actually going to go see. Like that's that's my friend. Well, so okay, yeah. so you're actually going to have a threesome? No. And are you actually going? To, are you <laughs> no, taking no, no, no. video? And you're gonna? Are you trying to profit off this trip? No, because no, you no. might be able to do. It. Oh, <laughs> no, God. no, no threesome. Maybe not. I would. Maybe not are with you the sister. Kidding? Not with the sister. That ain't happening. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. But that's not the real reason Maybe. why I'm going. Yeah, that's not the main reason why. That was like <laughs> yeah. I was already planning oh, on going. I, already, I was getting everything ready to go to begin with, and then that kind of was like. She, so if she, you so go, the story was like she she was trying to convince me that the the go, me having a goatee was a bad idea. She was like, "That looks like don't don't facial hair. That looks stupid on you. Take take it off. Take it off. You look you know you look dumb." And I was like, "No, nah, I'm going to keep it on just to spite you, whatever." She was like, "Okay, well, I'm going to get my sister's opinion. Maybe if two two chicks tell you no." <laughs> and she was like, "Oh my god, he looks like Louis C.K. That's so hot." <laughs> like I totally bone <laughs> if he came down. Yeah, it, it's it like backfired on that. Yeah, and she was like, "God damn it." 
<laughs> but I've shaved it off now no. because I look like Matt Forney. I think I look more like Matt Forney with it on <laughs> than I do with Lucy K. And I don't want anything to do so with that. So if if you go and it also to... like, he was that was also some of the inspiration for me to lose weight, so I don't look like fucking Matt Forney, which is great because uh, he, yeah. he gained a bunch of weight since then. You know, his arms didn't gain any weight though. <laughs> he looks like a potato what? with toothpick sticking up. Anyway, he's not doing yeah. push-ups. I mean, or a fucking bench press. No, so if you go to Russia, what I want you to do is specifically find Lenin's mausoleum where they have his embalmed body and go there and just get flip him off and get and get pictures <laughs> of it. It's like, you know, fuck you, asshole. I don't know, but it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Like, even and if, you even have if it to, doesn't wait, pan you out, have to go be- even, if, even if the post doesn't pan out, like, it's going to be an awesome trip. Like, like oh, I, I bet. And you, ha- you have to go meet one of my idols. You have to get an audience with Putin. Putin because Putin, regardless of what you know, anarchists think, yeah, he may be a tyrant and whatnot, but he is the fucking probably gonna be the savior of the U.S. No, you don't think so? <laughs> I know not. <laughs> no. no, you know not. Uh, I know, I know, like Ron Paul. Well, was if, Tr- if, if Trump too. was president, maybe Clinton's I thought president. We were talk we're going about to- that. Those two people, <laughs> those two you horrible know? people. Who I wish this would die true, today. Bro. I wish they would die today. I hope they both. I hope all four of these people die today, and then like there's a big conundrum. Like, okay, what do we do wait, now? Who, wait, who's the wait? Who's the fourth? I the, mean, the so we got the, Trump. The, we have Clinton. We have Johnson. No, 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 no. no. I, no I don't wish death upon them. Maybe. Oh, I'm talking uh, about the, say, the vice wish, presidents too. I'd wish death on Bill Weld, and nah. I'd get sleep over it. But wait, all the Bill Weld backers would have a fucking conniption fit, and I may get hate mail. He's bad, but he's Man. not like I wish death upon him bad. Not yet. He's terrible. He's a fucking Clinton surrogate. Come on now. Yeah, that's true. He's a Clinton surrogate. <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean. <laughs> he didn't vouch for him. He just said he. No, he didn't endorse him. He just says he vouched for him. Like, that's a synonym for endorsement. Bitch, he just, fucking, he just vouched. He fucking. Uh. Anyways, like, I'm, I'm oh, going to so, check the name off uh, next to next to Clinton in the ballot box. He never said he'd vote for him. He just said he'd check the name off. Like that's that's another way of saying voting, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> like, so, I was actually wondering if we were going to talk about the Kokesh ordeal because yes, to, just talk about Kokesh. So he's a douche. Yeah, he was actually on, like, he was on the show. Uh, I I am not a fan of the guy. I was not a fan of the guy when I was talking to him. Uh, I I had said that I went from team. Uh, to team meh. So I was like, okay, I'll give this guy a second chance. He seemed like he was kind of over the meathead activism. He seemed like he was trying to make a change for himself, doing doing his, his land st- uh, homesteading thing. And then like immediately when I got home, I published the thing. I told I told Ben Stone that I was on the team meh. And, and same with <laughs> Steve Miller Miller. And Steve, Steve was right. Steve was wrong. I was wrong. And, uh, yeah, and Ben Stone was right because immediately afterwards he he was doing like these book signings where he was charging for the book that he was giving us all copies away for free. Uh, he was charged and then charging like two hundred dollars to meet him, and even more if you Actually, paid in Bitcoin. Fuck! Oh wait, I have the book right here. I'm looking at it. Yeah, I'm gonna do a video of me just burning it and saying fuck. Nah, I, I'm not a big fan of burning books. Not, Actually, I uh, am. <laughs> no. Well, here, but, but, but here's the key. But I'm here's the key. There's there are so many freedom books available. And I'm pretty sure you can get one from Kokesh for free or if you pay. But if I burn my copy, it's a protest. 
That's all it is. Uh, I'm not. A, I, I don't agree with burning. Like, I, I mean, have maybe I should write books, and that was tempting for a while to burn a couple of them. Then I was like, nah, like I'm not even going to burn it. Dude, if I'm okay, not going to so burn a Scientology wrote, book. I'm not going to burn a Kokesh book. Wait, he wrote Jackfest 2016 to Freedom and Beyond. <laughs> I mean. God, didn't he just plagiarize like you know Buzz Lightyear? Lightyear. <laughs> to freedom and beyond. I had him sign like, it. I had him sign mine. Fuck you, Jesus, because I knew that that oh, was going right. to be his sentiment in the future. And here we are. Well, <laughs> no, and that and that makes right sense. And if I were only as witty as you, yes, I may have had something else. But honestly, I didn't care. <laughs> That's what I wanted. And after I and it. after I after I saw Macy's fucking video, you know, there's a lot of behind the scenes shit that. What I think she she's embellishing about. a lot of it. I think she really is kind of embellishing a lot of it. But at the same time, it's still like this guy's. She's OK. <laughs> so if you would have met Macy back in 2015 when she was talking about. I, I mean, because I, I didn't know anything before then. The only thing but you I know knew the story about the, the books, though, you like from you were there. The 30. Yeah, the, the books. I was there at uh, Ernest Hancock's house when we were having the Christmas party and she was telling me about the books. And so put two and two together. Yes, that that's just legit. And she seemed very. Taken with him. I mean, so I, w- I would kind of coincide that with her whole idea of maybe, you know, her side of it or a lot of this of what she said is true. I mean, and fuck the, I, the, the contract is fucking online. Yeah. The contract's legit. It was written. Yeah. So, and Adam whatever Kokesh the fuck you, the whatever the fuck you want to say about Macy, <laughs> that the fact is that contract is legit. Yeah. And that's just fucked up. And, and the jerking off in the parking lot has been a wonderful, <laughs> it's a gift for memes. <laughs> <laughs> where he said that he wanted that he uh or when she said that anytime she was sad or whatever that he would go in, in the parking lot and jerk off <laughs> because he couldn't stand looking at her when she was crying that has been Why? Uh, that, 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 that isn't that what a laptop's for i mean put the laptop screen between her and you and just look at porn i mean i don't get that i, I love I, really I love don't. the uh the like the the, the, the like with the parking lot, come over right now, Adam Kokesh. I can't. It's like your girlfriend is crying and it shows a picture of his car speeding out. Yeah, those. I mean, it all took a life from itself. And honestly, this all took me by surprise. I mean, I heard about, I saw some bullshit about Kokesh's employees or slaves, where the fuck you want to call them. And that, yeah, you they're know. all they're all jumping ship from his campaign. Brett, had, yeah. So and I, after that happened, you know that he came and spoke at the LP offices, right? There was a video of him speaking at the LP office in front of that. What, uh, Kokesh? Yeah, in front Wait. of in front of Brett's fucking step and repeat in his office. No, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that. I knew that Kokesh was supposed to come to Vegas, but I didn't know he was specifically going to Brett's office. Oh, yeah. Brett, for shame, <laughs> for fucking shame, sir. Yeah, that's just wrong. Uh, well, regardless, I'm going to take down the LP of Nevada and Kokesh <laughs> and any other fucking celebritarian in 2020. Yep. Punisher style fucking AKs and a lot of bullets. And yeah, I won't or, kill innocent. Uh, and uh, I will not kill innocents. Or what, what about, or we could just do it the easy way and just get a get a helicopter, get a helicopter ride for all of them. That's that's a helicopter proposal I can agree with, by the way. 
Yeah, really. I mean, oh, I better not say. I should. I should. I should, I should backpedal right now and say, Baron never said he was going to give anybody a helicopter ride or shoot them. This is. This is. Well, this is right, all, and that's the official, this is all part that, of the, the mainstream line. libertarian nonsense that's trying to cover up for the fact that Austin Peterson deleted his twenty thousand plagiarized clickbaity articles. <laughs> Damn straight. Yep. That's what I'm going to talk about. This whole election is just that Austin Peterson I, has I, clickbait articles and I'm sure he's going to delete them and then <laughs> bring them up that they're deleted. Well, so <laughs> what I remember, what I remember, at, um, what Adam was telling me about his 2020 vision when we were at Jackfest, he was saying something about instituting a shadow government, you know, kind of what, or yeah, it was a shadow government, kind of what like they do in Britain. You know, so you'll have the major party and then you'll have the opposition and the opposition will actually fulfill cabinet positions to, you know, mimic the government in power. I, I don't know what that does, but apparently it does something. Kind of, I thought he was supposed to be going after the sh- the current shadow government, which is like the, the alphabet. No, organization. no, no, no. no. Oh, God, no. He never he never said he was going to go after the deep state. Oh, the deep state. All right. he said was. At least to me, and Davi was there because you know Davi was sick as fuck. But he was, you know, him and I were there. We're listening to what Adam had to say, and I'm saying, yeah, we're going to create a shadow government. I'm like, oh, so is Will Cooley online? You know, is is, is okay with this? And he said, yeah, you know, Will's on. You know, Will's all on board. I've yet to talk to Will about this. Yeah, and something tells and some. Something tells me that Will will say, "What the fuck?" Well, Will's Will was talking about running for president, wasn't he? I yes. think when we met him at Freedom Fest. So if so, so far the ones that we know who are going to be running for president this term, because Johnson said he's not going to run again. Uh, Bill Weld is probably not going to be allowed to run. Um, uh, someone might shoot his ass. I mean, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, so it's going to be Austin Peterson, ugh. Uh, Adam Kokesh, ugh. Will Cooley. No, okay. actually, I don't. I don't even. I don't even think. Adam will make it to 2020. You don't think he will? Well, I guess he's no. already he's already no, started I don't. his campaign. Honestly, I don't even I don't even think that Austin Peterson will. No, Austin Peterson's pretty dead. There is a no. There is a lot of shit that could happen from tomorrow uh, up until 2020. That these these people. I mean, will he? He's a hard, he's a hardcore activist. I could see will you know staying with it. But I don't see Austin staying. No, with Austin, shit. Austin Peterson will because it, it's all part of his kind of ego. He has a it may be ego. part of his ego, but there are more people, and if you can get more people to actually go after him, yeah, you know, publicly. But, but no, honestly, if it comes know, to, if it comes down to another GOP person coming in and trying to take the party again, and and the LP starts getting starry eyes for another Johnson or. Brute or whoever else is going to come in. Oh, they, they you they better will believe because that I will come in and I will fucking I will shill the fuck hard for Austin Peterson. I, I would because as no, bad as that, he that, is, that's the, as bad as he be is, honest, at least at least he has like at least at least he has like libertarian actual libertarian positions, actual libertarian positions. But the majority of it. Like, um, sure, there's the nuke Iran shit. Uh, the nuke uh, nuking Japan was fine. Um, Austin Peterson's a terrible person. Horrible. Wait, you say nuking Japan is fine? Wait, 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 wait. What? He he uh, oh. he said there was nothing wrong with the uh, the the nuking of uh, um, Nagasaki. Well, let, let, let me let, let me introduce him to Bill Bupert and yeah. what Bill did and what fucking Prop CJ did about 
that. Or yeah, and or even even Matt, you know, no, Matt no, no. Pritchard. Matt Pritchard had made oh, a video right. about him. Talk, right. All about I need to do. All I need to do is say, "Hey, Austin, here's this dark alley. I got some friends I want to meet you. <laughs> Motherfucker won't come out alive." No, I'm not advocating violence against Austin Peterson. But I'm telling you, if it, I, if it if if it came oh. down to like my choices as it, because I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best to be a delegate, and because uh, I guess it's gonna be in Louisiana. Well, then you need to be a shill for me because I'm I'm going to do it. Yeah. I, I mean, will do it, but so. I mean, like if 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 the first ballot goes across and you don't have a chance, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. Oh right, but no. <laughs> but jump ship but what I'm saying dude. is, what I am saying from the get go is, yes, this is a protest vote. And if I decide to, you know, go on stage during the debate at the convention in a fucking like hooded robe with like runes and all this shit and trying to like represent like the Sith, people might actually vote for me. <laughs> Why not? They voted for McAfee. Well, that's true. <laughs> and his, I, I, I liked McAfee until he said like the LP was racist. Then he'd be more inclusive. I'm like, oh my god, the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, he be... turned so he turned social justice warrior. I don't think he would have gotten. Uh, he wouldn't have gotten the same press. Someone like um, even Daryl W. Perry would have would have received. You know, Austin you know Peterson. What? Okay, Austin Peterson was hey, on Glenn Beck. You know, even 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 before he was even before the nom- uh, the nominee process went through, he was also on Steven Crowder. Um, hey, here's the thing: do this because we're live. I've got to let my dog out. So go ahead and talk about the election for about well, five actually, minutes. Well, actually, let's just wrap this one up because we've already been going for about a good hour, <laughs> and uh, I, need, I need to start getting ready because I have a, a live stream tonight. So. Okay, yeah, you do that, and I gotta go to sleep at some point. Yeah, so uh, I don't know if you want to re- if you want to record like a bonus episode, we can. Actually, I do. Okay, so, so give me money, and you can hear more. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm gonna co-cash this and fucking cyber a bag and say, you know what? Give Jim money because we need more beer. Yeah, <laughs> I give that. We actually we need more good beer because aside from aces and ales, Vegas has shit. No, we don't have we need more. Brewery. We don't. Have, well, you know, what? we can talk about that. Give give me money, and you can, you can listen to the bonus episode, right? <laughs> ah, very good. And we can talk yeah. about my future brewery, right, which so. may or may or may not happen. And I'm not gonna. And I'm not gonna say the W word. Not gonna do it. So okay. <laughs> not worms. Tired of dealing with governments? Wish there was a better way of not getting busted committing victimless crimes? Tired of having to listen to your parole officer? Never again with the Bipcot No-Guff Human License Wristband. This wristband has a No-Guff patented No-Guff hologram technologies that work on your aura chakras to fungus shui vibrational energy something something to woo state agents off of your trail. It's like they can't even see you. The best part is it actually works. It doesn't actually work. It's so easy to use. Just put it on your wrist or within three inches of your quantum sacred geometry spirit energy and commit all of the victimless crimes you want and totally get away with all of them. And by all, we mean none. And with the fancy Lowbirds podcast logo on the side, you'll be the life of Porkfest. And all of this can be yours for $4.99 plus $2 shipping and handling. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA, FTC, or any other three letters. This product is not intended to prevent, defend, or protect you from any legal actions from the state. This product contains chemicals known in the state of California to cause cancer and birth defects or other reproductive harm. Move to New Hampshire, Nevada, or anywhere else that isn't a shithole and you'll probably be fine. These bands are total bullshit. They don't actually work. If this needs to be said to you, you should probably drink bleach. This is just neat-looking merchandise that can start an interesting conversation with yet-to-be libertarians. Order today at Lulberts.com. 
Are you sick of government lackeys who say you didn't build that? Are you tired of elitists like Barack Obama and Al Gore taking credit for the web while trying to take over the web? Are you disgusted by experts whose concept of the internet is that it's a series of tubes? Take back the free market of computing by encouraging software developers to adopt the BIPCOT NoGov license. The BIPCOT NoGov license allows any use or modification except by governments. Go to BIPCOT.org. That's Bravo, India, Papa, Charlie, Oscar, Tango, dot org. For some reason in, in this country, and in most of the Western world, it's okay to just dodge. Hey, this is Michael Dean from the Freedom Fiends Radio Show. Computer programmer Derek Slopey and I have created Fiendphone. I'm using Fiendphone right now to talk with and record one of my co-hosts in real time. Take it, Davi. Hey, this is Davi Barker, and I'm a thousand miles away from Michael, but we sound like we're in the same room. We sure do, Davi. So, Davi, please tell the nice people more about Fiendphone. Fiendphone is free, no-gov software that opens up a global world of possibilities for collaborative, high-quality, remote voice media production, and I'm digging it. People can try Fiendphone right now at Fiendphone.com. But we're also raising money to vastly improve Fiendphone and vastly improve independent talk media worldwide. So go to Fiendphone.com to help out. Who will build the audio roads? We will, with your help. That's Fiendphone.com. F-E-E-N-P-H-O-N-E.com. Foxtrot, Echo, Echo, November, Phone.com. Fiendphone. I never knew remote audio could be this good. <laughs> 